for the Chicago Cubs. Monday is a left-hand batter. He's hitting 264. He has 25 homers and 54 runs batted in. Cloudy and overcast here in Chicago. and Jerry Gurdy goes into the motion. Here's his first pitch of the day. Breaking pitch in there for a call strike. Out on deck is Don Kessinger. Starts him off with a curveball. Pete Reeser is the third base coach for the Chicago Cubs, and Ernie Banks is on the lines at first. Beaver with a strike one delivery, and it's high and away for a ball. It's one and one. By splitting the doubleheader here yesterday, the New York Mets assured themselves of no worse than a tie. And the front of race in the Eastern Division of the National League. Here's the one-one pitch. Swung on and popped up to right field. Rusty Straub moves up. He's got a long run, but he gets there for the towering pop and one hands the ball. One away. Don Kessinger is about it. Hitting 261 with 42 runs batted in. He is a switch hitter. New York Mets, of course, came out today to Wrigley Field. Left their hotel at 9 a.m. Chicago time, mindful of the fact that if they could win one of the two games, they would win the front of the Eastern Division. Also mindful of the fact that if they could not win one of the two, that uh, the playoff possibilities were fairly complicated, depending on what happens, among other things, in Pittsburgh, between the San Diego Padres and the Pirates this afternoon. Here's a swing and a miss. Cardinals, of course, have finished at 81-81 and even 500. So they're simply standing by. Strike one is the count to Don Kessinger. Billy Williams is on deck. Here's a swing and a miss. Two strike count. Getting your steps back now out of the battery box. Settling himself back in now. Water on that battery box. Here's the pitch. And it's blowing away for a ball. One and two. Natural grass and dirt infield here at Wrigley Field. There is no artificial turf here. Here's the one-two pitch. Swung on and foul back. Off the screen and out of play. Count holes at one and two. Bob Sheffing, the general manager of the New York Mets, succeeded just behind home plate here this afternoon. Here's the one-two delivery. Hit on the ground, wide of first, and it's taken by Milner. Seaver covers his first for a three-run foot out. In time, two away. It was to the right of Milner. Hard hit ground ball. He went over, took it on a big hop, and Seaver got off the mound in a hurry, covering in time. With two away, that'll bring up Billy Williams. He is hitting 288. He has 20 home runs and 85 runs batted in. The Chicago Cubs, of course, were out front early in the Eastern Division race this year. On up to midseason, they were out front, and suddenly it all went away. Here's a swing and a high pop fly to right field. It's a long run in for Rusty Starr, but he's getting there, and he one-handed for the out. So, the side is retired in order. There's nothing across at the end of an inning. The score is Mets nothing and the Cubs nothing. <laughs> Oh, 
some people would say thrift is its own reward, we think a little differently. We're Troy Savings. Here you earn the top rate on all accounts. And the reward is the way your money grows. Whether you're just starting out or you're well on your way, now is a good time to begin saving. for you than offer savings plans, though, with our convenient hours and Saturday banking and our list of services ranging from property improvement loans to financial counseling. See us. You've got a long way to go. We'd like to help you get there. Troy Savings Bank, member Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. 10 crowd gathered here today for this doubleheader. As a matter of fact, I think I recognize most of them. John Milner is in and waiting now. Left-hand batter, Bert Hooten goes into the motion, and here is the pitch. It is in there for a call strike. Milner is hitting 241, 23 homers, and 71 runs batted in. Good many members of the Mets official family are here. Now the pitch. Foul off and out of play. Two-strike count to Milner. Leon Jones has moved out on deck. Eddie Yost is on the coaching lines at third, and Roy McMillan is the Mets coach at first base. Here's the two-strike pitch. Her ball foul off to the left side, out of play. Count holds at two strikes to John Milner. Then the delivery is it on the ground. Fair ball back at first, fielded there by Marcus. He gets it over to Hooten, covering for a three-one foot out. Gonzalo Marcus retreated to take the ball down the line, back of the bag at first. One away, Cleon Jones is the batter. Jones is hitting 259, 10 homers and 47 runs batted in. He's had 13 runs batted in his last nine games. Cleon Jones has turned in some fantastic plays defensively. There are as many people here rooting for the Mets as there are for the Cubs at Wrigley Field this afternoon. Jones, a right-hand batter. Hooten takes his pass from catcher Ken Rudolph, and here's the pitch. It's low for ball. Augie Donatelli is the umpire behind the plate. Ed Sudol is at first, Harry Wendelstead at second, and Nick Colosi is the umpire around at third. Here's the 1-0 delivery to Jones, and it is swung on. It beats the right field. It is way back there, and Titan now goes to the wall. It is up for a home run for Cleon Jones. Cleon Jones continues his hot sit. His 11th home run of the year, and the Mets are leading by a score of one to nothing. That one was just up high enough for the home run over the ivy-covered wall out in right field about the 368 side. He has hit six home runs in his last nine games. Cleon Jones is second against the Chicago Cubs of the year. He hit one yesterday off Ferguson Jenkins. So now Jerry Grody is up. Jody is hitting 253, one homer, and 30 runs batted in. He is also a right-hand batter. Bird Hooten goes into the motion, and here's the pitch. It is in there for a call strike to Grody. Batting number six in the net batting order. Earlier this morning, it was sunny in Chicago. And now it is heavily overcast and somewhat dark. Here is the pitch in for a call strike. 
two strikeouts. And of course, the great problem involved, if there are rain delays, is the fact that there are no lights. Jordy settles himself carefully back into the batter's box. Bird Hooten takes the sign, goes into the motion, here's the pitch. Swung on, he's on the ground to the right side, and it's going through for a base hit for Grody. Picked up by Jose Cardinal and played back. Grody is on his first with one away, and Don Hahn, the center fielder, is coming up. Hahn's hitting 233, two homers, and 21 runs batted in. Here at Wrigley Field this year, the Chicago Cubs have won 41 and lost 38. Against Eastern Division opponents, they've played even 500, 44-44. is in and waiting. Marcus holds against the runner at first. Gertie takes his lead there. Here's the pitch curveball. Hammond on the ground at the middle. Taken by Kessinger. He flips it over the top of it for one. The throw to first, a double play. 6-4-3, short second first. And so the side is retired. But the Mets got a run on two hits. No errors and none left. In the middle of the second, the score is the Mets won, the Cubs many. A very slight drizzling rain has begun to fall here at Wrigley Field, forcing some of the customers to move back from their exposed positions behind home plate up uh, underneath the overhanging upper deck. Not raining hard enough yet to suspend play, and Ron Sando is coming up. Sandro is hitting 269, 20 homers and 76 runs batted in. A few umbrellas have sprung up on uh, the lower field boxes now. Here's a swing and a ground ball to third, a foul ball, glove by Garrett. Med general manager Bob Sheffing and team physician Peter Lamont have moved back from their exposed positions down there behind the plate for a little more shelter. Just a misting rain. Strike one, the count to Ron Sando with Cardinal on deck. Tom Seaver into the motion, here's the pitch, and it's low for a ball. It's one and one. Here's the one-one offering. Swung on and foul back. The bad boy has uh, covered the bat and the bat rack at the dugout with towels, with white towels uh, filling him completely now. That's a pretty weird appearance. It's like the whole outfit is surrendered. There's a one-two pitch, and it breaks high, so it is two and two. Two-two delivery to Ron Santo. Curveball, and it's dribble foul off to the left side out of play. on the button by Sandro, but directly at Staub and Wright. Now Jose Cardinal is coming up. Cardinal's hitting 303 for the year, 11 home runs and 68 runs batted in. Cardinal's a right-hand batter. He the ball is in there for a call strike. One one. 
That's in for a strike. It is 0-2 now to Cardinal. Cuba's last start was last Thursday at Chase Stadium against Montreal. Here's a pitch low for a ball. Yeah, I beg your pardon. It was on Wednesday. Thursday was the travel day. Here's the one-two pitch. Get on the ground, third base, picked up there by Wayne Garrett. For the first in time, Cardinals out two away. Gonzalo Marquez is coming up now. The first baseman is hitting 200. He has one homer and four runs batted in. And they are too easy. Left-hand batter. The Mets are leading one to nothing. The Cubs are batting in the bottom of the second inning. Wrigley Field in Chicago. That pitch is low for a ball. It's 1-0. and Paul Popovich is on deck. Now the 1-0. Swung on it in the air down the left field line, but it is slicing, and it is a foul ball in the seats down the left field corner. The press report here is that it is raining in Pittsburgh. And we are further informed that the forecast is not good for the remainder of the day in Pittsburgh, where the San Diego Padres are scheduled this afternoon. Some kind of race, I'll tell you. Here's the 116. Swung on and looped out into left center field, and Hahn comes on, can't get there. It's a base hit. He picks it up barehanded, tosses it back in. And that is the first hit of the day for the Cubs off Seaver, who had retired five consecutive batters. Now Paul Popovich, the switch hitter, comes around to bat left-handed. He's hitting 237. Two homers and 24 runs batted in. against the runner. Here's a pitch popped up, fouled on the left field line out of play. Garrett starts and then holds up the ball as well back in the seat. So it's strike one. The championship series to determine the pennant winner in the National League, the five-game series between East and West, best three or five, is scheduled to start on Saturday at Cincinnati. The Reds, of course, have long since wrapped up the pennant in the Western Division with 99 wins and 63 losses. There's a pitch missing high and away, and it's one and one. But that is always, of course, presuming that the Eastern Division pennant has been settled by then. Here's the one-one. Fastball hit in the air to center field, and Hahn was shaded over in left center. He has good position, waits, and makes the catch. So, side is retired. There is a hit and there's one left. At the end of two innings, the score is the Mets one and the Cubs nothing. Cloudy, overcast, grizzly day in Chicago. The New York Mets are leading the Cubs by a score of one to nothing in the first game of a doubleheader. As they the third inning here for the play-by-play, -play, Ralph Steiner. All right, Lindsey Nelson, and it is raining right now. As the Mets come up in the third, the first batter will be Bud Harrelson. Mets leading on a score of one nothing. The home run by Cleon Jones is 11th of the year. Harrelson batting 259. He did in 13 of his last 15 ball games in this. Series. He's had one hit in seven times. Up he squares, bunts the ball out toward third. It is foul. And the ball fouled by just a matter of about a half a foot. Or Harrelson would have had a base hit. 
Bert Hooten has given up one run. He has allowed two hits. Struck out none and walked none. Hooten has won 14 and lost 16 this year. Last year he won 11 and lost 14. Lifetime he has won 27 and lost 30 in the major league. Harrelson back in the batter's box. Sandal, the third baseman, about 75 feet away, guarding against the possibility of the bunt. Now the pitch to Harrelson, swung on and grounded foul. It's strike two. Looking up at the scoreboard here at Wrigley Field, shows no game for all the ball clubs except the Pirates and the Mets. There's a ground ball foul into the Mets dugout, so they can't stage at strike two. The season over for all the ball clubs, except the Mets and Cubs and Pittsburgh and San Diego. Pick the curveball down low, it's one and two. In the month of September, the Mets won 19 and lost eight. Now going in the month of October, the pitch back to Harrelson. It is over the inside corner, strike three called. And that's Susan's first strikeout. We'll bring up Tom Seaver. Tom has been up 90 times this year. He's had 14 base hits. Mets leading 1-0. One, one man out, top of the third. Seaver's had two doubles, one triple, one home run, and five runs batted in, batting 156. <laughs> Seaver, a right-hand batter, in the first pitch, it's up high a ball. Rain coming down steadily now. It's not a heavy rain, but it's much more than a drizzle. The one-all pitch deceiver called strike one and one. Forecast is for some intermittent showers for a couple hours and then supposedly to clear. Now at one-one, the windup is pitched by Hooden. Swung on a miss, a breaking pitch. It's one ball and two strikes. And the right-hander into the windup, the one-two pitch. It is a check in the swing, and it's called the ball. Two balls, two strikes. Home plate umpire, the oldest umpire in service in the National League, Augie Donatelli. He's in charge of the four-man crew. There's a ground ball out towards short. Kettinger is left side, fields the ball, throws the first for the out. Now with two men out, the batter will be Wayne Garrett. Wayne is first time up flat out the right field. Brought an eight-game hitting streak into the game. He was three for five yesterday. Garrett hitting 253. 16 home runs, 58 runs batted in. Mets leading 1-0 on the home run by Cleon Jones. And the first pitch to Garrett, a call strike at the knees over the inside corner. Moving into the windup, the pitch back to Garrett. Hit on the ground through the hole into right field of base hit. Garrett makes the turn at first base and holds there as the ball comes to a complete stop before it's picked up by Jose Cardinal. The grass is that wet and that heavy. So the Mets have their third base hit, a runner on with two men away, and Felix Mion coming up. Mion now with a club record for base hits in a single season. He has 183, breaking the record held by Tommy Agee at 182. Ball game, Cleon flat out to center field in the first. He's three for nine in the series.
Neon, a right-hand batter, choking way up on the back. Garrett at first base, the first pitcher's high ball one. Neon hitting 289 for the year. And the pitch back to Neon, grounded out to third, fielded by Sano. He goes for the fourth play second and gets it, the side is retired. No runs, one hit. No errors, a man left at first, and the score at the end of two and a half innings. The Mets won, the Cubs nothing. It's the bottom half of the third, and Tom Seaver getting set to go against the Cubs, and the leadoff batter will be the catcher, Ken Rudolph. Mets have had one run on three base hits. The Cubs have had no runs in one base hit. Gonzalo Marcus moved a single in the left center field in the second for the Cub base hit. It came with two men out. Rudolph batting 192. And Seaver into the windup. Here's the pitch. Pass ball swung on and fouled back at strike one. And the rain continues to fall. It's also increasing in intensity. I'll say it is. It's raining hard, but it's doing. <laughs> Pitch back, it's lying to left center field, a base hit. A breaking ball hit off Seaver. Rudolph makes the turn at first and holds there, and now the Cubs have the potential tying run on with no one out in the third, and the batter coming up, the pitcher, Bert Hooten. Hooten has been up 70 times. He's had nine base hits. Three runs driven in. He's batting 129. He's in a bunting situation here. Garrett, the third baseman for the Mets, is already inside. He's about 70 feet away. Rudolph is not fast, the runner at first base, but the footing has to be very precarious. And the first pitcher calls strike as Hooten in bunning position takes the pitch through. One strike count. Again, Sieber works up from the set position. Pitch back is bunted foul at strike two, and Seaver fell down off of the mound. Seaver fell prone, flat on his chest, as he came down off of the mound, which appears to be very slippery. Augie Donatelli, the home plate umpire, looking around. He is in a very difficult situation. He would prefer to have this ball game continue through without stopping. Of course, there can be a point where the field gets unplayable. And, of course, the Mets would hope that the playable field can keep Seaver in the ball game without having any rain delays. And the pitch back to Hooten. He squares, bunched it hard to first. Should be a play at second. Milner throws to Harrelson. The throw on the first base is not in time as the Mets get the fourth play at second. On the bunt by Bert Hooten, the throw by Harrelson back to Meon was not in time. And so the Mets get the lead runner. And now with a runner at first and one out, the batter will be Rick Mundy. Flat out the right field his first time up. He's batting 263. Don here comes out to the on deck circle with his bat completely wrapped up in a towel. He lays it down. Trying to keep it dry as he goes for the heavier bat for his practice swing. Putin run at first base is not being held on by Milner. He's playing behind the bag about two steps. Beaver to the set position. Here's the pitch. And Monday takes it low, and it's ball one. Mets leading one to nothing. The Cubs with the runner at first base. One man out, bottom half of the third, and it's raining. 
check delivery. Again, low. Fastball missing below the knees. Two balls, no strike. started this ball game at 249 strikeouts for the year. He is the National League leader. He has not struck out a batter. Now the right-hander set is the pitch. And he misses low again. Three balls and no strikes. Three and all the count. Monday out of the batter's box now gets back in. with the side. His 3-0 delivery. Over the inside corner, a strike, and it's 3-1. Mundy taking all away. Moved out actually into bunning position to take the pitch. Beaver making his 36th appearance. Now it's worth 287 innings for the season. The backer plate hit hard, and Harrelson dies for it. It goes through in the center field of base hit. Putin goes to second base and holds there, so now the Cubs have the time run at second. The go-ahead run on at first base with one man out, and the batter coming up is Don Kessinger. Cubs now have had three base hits. The Mets have had three. That is the first hit for Monday in this series. Yesterday, he was up seven times, struck out five. First time up today, he's flat out the right field. So he is now one for nine in the series. Kessinger was out on a good play by Milner his first time up. Kessinger hitting 261, batting left-handed against the right-hander. And the first pitch to Kessinger, a called strike. Cubs with their first runner in scoring position. Bert Hooten, the pitcher, is there. And Seaver back again. And the pitch is a fastball. It misses outside. One ball and one strike. The weather here in Chicago has been miserable ever since the Mets arrived. Next pitch back is swung on and missed. The fastball over the outside corner about knee high. It's one and two. strikes. On deck batter, Billy Williams. And the pitch. It is swung on and fouled into the upper deck. So the count remains at one and two. Cubs will draw about a million three hundred fifty thousand this year. Ken Seaver ready. And the one-two pitch. Grounded out in the hole, fielded by Harrelson to throw the second in time on to first to double play and the side retires. And Seaver leaves Billy Williams in the on-deck circle as the double play is pulled off by Harrelson. No runs, two hits, no errors, and one left in the score. At the end of three, the Mets won, the Cubs nothing. We're going to the top of the fourth inning. The Mets leading one to nothing on Cleon Jones' home run. And for the Mets... Against Bird Hutton will be Rusty Cobb, John Miller, and Cleon Jones as the first three batters. And it's continuing to come down, well, they say showers, but, well, I've had it. Very few showers, Lindsay, that I've ever taken in a hotel that have put out this much rain. It's just plain raining. It's, it's raining fairly hard. 
Augie Donatello, the umpire behind the plate, skidding around there in the mud. Now, I hope he got two fair pants for that suit because it's getting in fairly bad shape. Hope he's got good material on that coat because it'll look like about half the size if it continues like this. Rusty Stout stepping up. He grinded out the second his first time up. Both sides have had three base hits. The first pitch to Stout, a fastball, a tie, a ball was. Bert Hooten looking for the Cubs. He has a record of 14 wins, 16 losses. Stout brought a 14-game hitting streak into this game. He was four for nine yesterday. Now the pitch back to the plate. Swung on and fouled back into the stands. It's one and one. Rain also in Pittsburgh. They're scheduled to start that game in Pittsburgh in about a half hour. San Diego against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Bruce Keeson, the starting pitcher for the Pirates against Randy Jones, the left-hander. Now swinging a foul into the stands. It's one and two. Back by Hooten, stop, hits it on the ground, too, into right field, just beyond the reach of Paul Popovich. And Rusty now is in 15 consecutive ball games. The Mets have their lead batter on with John Milner coming up. John grounded out the first his first time up. He was two for seven yesterday, breaking an 0 for 20 slump. Dub hitting 274. Milner coming up, hitting 241. He leads the club in home runs with 23. He has 71 runs batted in. Cubs are not looking for a sacrifice. Now Sano does move up, but the pitch is taken in hitting position by Miller. It's down low for a ball. Dug out of the dirt by Rudolph, and Stam holds at first base. Miller steps out of the batter's box, takes a practice swing, as Bert Hooten works on the spikes of his right shoe, trying to get the mud and what have you out of there. It appears to be brightening just a shade. To Miller, it is low again. Two balls, no strikes. Well, I believe that the umpires have decided we're going to play five innings come five flood or famine. <laughs> we might have the flood very shortly. Two balls, no strikes. The pitch back to Milner. He takes it low again, ball three, and it's three and all. There have been no walks in the ballgame so far, and there have been. There has been only one strikeout. Bert Hooten struck out Bud Harrelson. 3-0 the count. And the pitch. It is low, and Milner walks on four pitches, putting Staub down at second. So the Mets have runners at first and second with no one out, and Cleon Jones coming up. In the ninth inning, with the Mets trailing by one run, Milner singled in the first game of the doubleheader yesterday, and Cleon Jones sacrificed him to second. But he was left there as the Mets could not pass the ball game. Now a decision right here as to whether or not he'll have Jones money. Jones has been the hottest batter for the Mets. He's had 14 runs batted in in his last 10 games. He's hit six home runs. Mike Paul, the left-hander, quickly starting to throw in the bullpen for the Cubs. First pitch to Jones. He was not in bunny position. The pitch in the dirt and blocked by Rudolph. And the runners hold. Hitting 261, 11 home runs, 48 runs better than for the year. Now Hooten back to the plate, and Jones takes low again. That's six in a row out of the strike zone, and the count two balls and no strikes. Leon with a home run in the doubleheader yesterday, the big blow in the second game, which the Mets finally won by a big score. 
Now at 2-0 to pitch to Jones. He swings a hard swing, and he misses. Two balls and one strike. The Mets leading by a score of 3-2. Jones hit a two-run home run that put the ball game at 5-2. Gave Jerry Kuzman some breathing room. And a 2-1 pitch. That's low in the dirt again and caught by the catcher. Three balls and one strike. On deck batter is Jerry Grody. Mets with runners at first and second, and it is getting lighter, Lindsay. It is, in fact, but it's also still raining, and we may make a scientific discovery that the knuckle curve cannot be thrown well in a rainstorm. It might be very good in two and good for the Mets. Here's the three-one six to Jones. He takes low ball four, and the bases are loaded. A single by Rusty Stop. A walk on four pitches to John Miller and a walk on five pitches to Cleon Jones. The Mets have the bases loaded and Jerry Grody coming up. No one out. The Mets batting in the fourth inning. They're leading one to nothing. And we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. In the Capital District, this is the home of the New York Mets. W-A-B-Y-O-B-E. along with Lindsey Nelson and Bob Murphy from Wrigley Field. The Mets with the bases loaded. They're leading one nothing. No one out. They're batting in the fourth. Cubs are going to play their infield in, and the sun is starting to break through. It is still drizzling to some extent, but the sun is breaking through. And Hooten working from the set position. Brody singled his first time up. Here's the pitch. A line drive to center field of base hit. Two runs should score. Rusty Scott from third base, Miller in from second base, and going to second and holding there is Cleon Jones. And Jerry Grody, who has batted over 300 for the last seven or so weeks, coming up with a big base hit, and the Mets leading by a score of three to nothing. Grody now two for two in the game. He was lifted for a pinch hitter in the ninth inning when the Mets lost the first game one to nothing. Don Hahn coming up. Don hit into a double play his first time up. He's batting 233 for the year. One's batted in for Grody, his 31st and 32nd of the year. And the first pitch to Hahn. He squares in bunny position, takes the throw to second base, and Jones just does meet the throw taken by Kessinger. And down in right field, the chant, let's go Mets. strikes. Again, the Cubs looking for the sacrifice. Han squares. Bunts the ball, but bunts it foul. It's one ball and one strike. On deck batter is Bud Harrelson. He'll be followed by the pitcher. Mike Ball, a left-hander, continues to throw in the bullpen for the Cubs. Mets have three runs on five base hits. Jones, the runner at second base. Brody at first. Again, Hahn squares and bunts, and the ball is bunted foul. So the count now, one ball and two strikes. That pitch was out of a strike zone that Hahn bunted. So now he's in the hole with a one-two count. Eddie Rose comes down the line, the third base coach, to signal the signs, and now goes back into the coaching box position. Luton sets up, checks at second base, and the pitch. Hahn has a start of his swing and then holds up in time as he was not bunting. It's in the dirt and it counts two balls and two strikes. Hahn has driven in 21 runs. He's had two home runs. 
And we actually have shadows on the field now. The sun filters through the overcast. So just a very light mist. Next pitcher is outside, and it's a full count of three balls and two strikes. Three and two. Jones checking to see whether or not he'll be running at second base. The field is very slow. Also, Han does strike out much. He does strike out. Han trying to dig a place in the batter's box as Bert Hooden works again. The mud in his cleats, working, trying to get the mud out of his cleats with some sort of a device that they have left on the pitcher's mound. to the count. Hooten sets up. The runners are going. The pitchers hit out the left center field. A long way for Rick Monday to run. He's still going. Coming over is Williams, and Williams makes a one-hand catch. Going back to second base is Cleon Jones. Grody, who was already a second, goes back to first. And a one-hand catch in the warning track by Billy Williams on the long drive by Don Hahn. So Hahn becomes the first out of the inning, and the batter coming up is Bud Harrelson. Mets leading by a score of three to nothing as they bat in the fourth inning. Harrelson was struck out his first time up. Mud hitting 259. He's driven in 21. He has hit safely in 13 of his previous 15 ball games. And Bert Hooden now set to go. The first pitch by Harrelson with the runners going, and it's fouled back into the upper deck at strike one. So the hit and run play put on on the first pitch with Cleon Jones and Jerry Grody moving with the pitch. That play right there is Casey Stengel's favorite play. Hit and run with runners at first and second. In this inning, the Mets have scored two. Rusty Stabat off with a single on the ground between first and second. John Milner walked on four pitches to put runners at first and second. Leon Jones walked on five pitches to load up the bases. Brody came through with a single to left center to drive in two. But with runners at first and second and no one out, Don Hahn fought out the deep left center and Harrelson flying out to center. Mets first run coming in the second on a home run by Cleon Jones, his 11th home run of the season. And now the first pitch to Tom Seaver, a swing and a miss at strike one. Tom grounded out to short his first time up. He's driven in five runs this year. He's batting 154. Now Hooten again to the set position. And the pitch back to Seaver. He swings at a breaking ball and grounds it foul. Strike two. Ball continuing to throw in the bullpen for the Cubs. And the signs are out for the two strike pitch. It's on the way, and Seaver grounds it in the hole, going over Sano to cut it off. He makes a good play, throws over to the second baseman Popovich, covering that second base for the out that retires the side. Good play by Sano on that ball to his left. In the inning, two runs on two hits, two walks, and two left. And the score at the end of three and a half innings, the Mets three, the Cubs nothing. They will then come home for Monday's game, and then it, it goes on Tuesday and Wednesday. Keep watch and see what happens to the Mets, and if they make it here today or later on in a playoff game, be sure to contact the Mets ticket offices 
also read your local newspapers for how the tickets will be dispersed for the National League Championship season, the games for the championship of the National League. Seaver getting set to pitch in the fourth inning. He'll be working the Billy Williams, Ron Santa, and Jose Cardinal. Mets leading three to nothing on a home run by Cleon Jones in the second and two runs driven in by Jerry Grody in the fourth. <laughs> Billy Williams fought out the right field on his first pitch back in the first inning. Batting 288 with 20 home runs and 85 runs batted in for the season. And Seaver's first delivery of ball. It appears that the rain has stopped here at Wrigley Field. Next pitch, a fastball swung on and foul. Chipped it's one ball and one strike. Although the sun that was trying to break through is blocked out again by the overcast. It is a foggy, low overcast here in Chicago. Well, we have a further report from Pittsburgh that it is still raining there, and it is still overcast there, and the field is still covered there. One ball, one strike. High fly ball hit out the shallow right center field. Stop moving over and up. Gets under the ball, it pounds his glove, and makes the catch. So Williams now has fought out the right and is two times up and brings up Juan Santa, who also has been up once and fought out the right field. Sano hitting 268. He has 20 home runs, 76 runs batted in. We have a breeze blowing in from right center field off of Lake Michigan. Temperature game time is 64, so it's not a cold day. Pitch to Sano, fastball over a call strike. with Steve Carlton for the most complete games in the National League at 18. And at one strike, it's pitched to Sano, a breaking ball, a swing and a miss. Strike two. Seaver takes a glance over toward the Met dugout, now looks back in for the signs, goes into the windup, and the pitch. And the pitch. Fastball swung on foul back. So the count holds at strike two. That pitch might have been out of the strike zone. Pitch up that looks to be about high high to Sano. Now again, Seaver into the windup. Here's the pitch. Sano has a check in the swing. He did not swing according to Augie Donatelli. It's called a ball. One ball, two strikes. Donatelli has a mannerism. He claps his hands. Just one clap. Does it all the time throughout the ball game. Like, come on, let's go, and one clap, and that's it. Next pitch, a fastball swung on a miss, and Seaver has his first strike out of this ball game. That's number 250 in the season. He leads the National League. Now, with two men out, the batter coming up will be Jose Cardinal. He grounded out the third his first time up. Batting 303 for the year. First pitch to the right hand batters, lowest ball one. Mets leading three to nothing, two men out, bottom of the fourth. 
now the 1-0 pitch. Fastball, a hard swing and a miss, and the ball should say foul. Foul back, and it's 1-1. One and one. If the Mets win the first game, Lindsay, and that game at Pittsburgh is held up because of rain and they don't get it started, they don't have to play it. They're really going to be happy about flying in there and arriving at 2 a.m. then. Just turn around and scatter back. One ball, one strike. And Seaver's next delivery. Cardinal jumps back. It's rolling inside, two and one. And the two-one delivery. Swung on and fouled back into the stands, two and two. Seaver back with a fastball that time. Not only are the Pirates watching this ball game or listening to it, the St. Louis Cardinals are. The Cardinals have finished their season at 81 and 81. And the Mets would have to lose two for the Cardinals to tie. There's a drive to left off a breaking ball, a clean single to left field by Cardinal. Fourth base hit off Tom Seaver comes with two men out and brings up Gonzalo, Gonzalo Marquez. Marcus, I should call him. Looped a base hit to left center field his first time up. That was the first hit off Seaver. Came with two out in the second. Left hand batter. And the first pitch. It is high and away a ball. Marcus hitting 214. One home run, four runs batted in. He's been up 56 times. And Seaver's next pitch, fastball, hit the left center, another base hit. Coming up is Leon Jones to make the play. Takes it on one hop, and Cardinal goes to second base and holds there. So now the potential time run is at the plate. The better coming up is Paul Popovich. Popovich fly out to center field his first time up. He's had two home runs this year. He's driven in 24. He's batting 237. He's a switch hitter, batting left-handed against Seaver. Hits are all even at five apiece, and Seaver, again, in a situation with runners at first and second. In the third, they were at first and second with one out. They got Kessinger hit into a double play with Billy Williams on deck. And the first pitch to Popovich. It's low and inside a ball. position, his next pitch to the plate. It is inside and ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Now the right-hander sets up. And the two-o delivery. It is swung on and fouled into the upper deck. The count two balls and one strike. again to the set position, and the 2-1 delivery. It is swung on and fouled straight back into the upper deck, 2-2. Two two. Seaver against the Cubs in his career has won 10 and lost 12. This year he has lost one and won none. He got beaten 1-0 in the game he lost. 
Two and two. Seaver ready. And his next delivery. It is hit out to center field. Hahn is right there. He moves over and up and makes the catch in the side as we tire. No one, two hits, two left. And the score at the end of four. The Mets three, the Cubs nothing. There is no rain falling here at Wrigley Field at all at the moment. And as a matter of fact, the sun is trying to break through the overcast and doing a pretty good job of it. Bird Hooten has started. is still on the round for the Chicago Cubs. The Mets will have the top of the batting order coming up. And that means, pardon me, means Wayne Garrett. He flied to right and he had a base hit on the ground to right. One for two. Garrett is a left-hand batter facing right-hand pitcher Bird Hooten. Hooten with a record of 14 wins and 16 losses this year for the Chicago Cubs. sends out the sign, and Bert Hooten goes into the motion. Here's the pitch to Garrett. Breaks high for a ball. It's 1-0. Felix Millan is on deck. Outfield defense straight away against Wayne Garrett. Here's a swing and a drive down the right field line. It is a fair ball. It should be extra bases. Garrett's around first on his way to second. Starting now over. Chases the ball down. Garrett goes to second and holds there with a double. Wayne Garrett with his 20th double of the year leads off here with the two-bagger in the fifth inning and Felix Millan is coming up. The Mets are leading in the game by a score of 3-0 and Mike Paul gets up to throw again in the bullpen for the Chicago Cubs. It's the second time that Paul has been warmed up down there today. Millan slides the center, grounded into a fourth place so far. He's a right-hand batter. Crew went out between innings to do a little work on the home plate area and the area of the mound to get it dried out a little. Now Bird Hooten sets up, checks Garrett at second base. Here's the pitch to Millan. He squares, bunts the ball up into the air, foul to the left side out of play. Trying to move Garrett over to the third base where he can score on the sacrifice fly or base hit or a number of other ways. So it is strike one to Millan, who is followed in the order by Rusty Straw. Millan looks to sign man Eddie Yost to see if the sacrifice is still on. Bird Hooten, meanwhile, Trying to get a little mud out of his spikes out there on the mound. Millan back in now. Hooten sets up. And the pitch. Bunted up the third baseline, and it is a foul ball. Glove there by Santo. That will bring Millan back on a two-strike count. Wayne Garrett returns to the bag at second. Nobody out. The Mets got their first run in the second inning when Cleon Jones at a home run to right. They picked up two more in the fourth and Rusty Staub. Single, John Milner walked, Cleon Jones walked, and Jerry Grody. Delivered a two-run single. Here's a two-strike pitch, not a yard. Protects low and away, and it's one and two. He was ready to swing away. The bunt was not on on the two-strike pitch. Again, Hooten sets up, checks over his shoulder. Here's the one-two, swung on it in the air to right. Right now, it's coming up, and he decoys, but can't get it. Garrett moves to third and holds up there, and Millan is on at first. Single to right. Cardinal came in. He was decoying. He couldn't get to it. He took it on a big hop, and Garrett had come down halfway and moved on over to third. So now, here comes Whitey Lockman. Whitey Lockman is going to the mound. And here comes Mike Paul into the ballgame. That's all for Hooten. Hooten is out of the game. Mike Paul is coming in. 
Britain has gone four innings and faced two men here in the fifth. Judge so far with three runs on seven hits. Struck out one walk one is responsible for two runners left on base. Mike Fall is a left-hander who came to the Chicago Cubs from the Texas Rangers. He worked uh, third of an inning yesterday, allowed no runs and no hits. This will be Paul's 11th appearance for the Chicago Cubs, during which he has won none and he has lost one. Mike Fall. The base hit by Felix Millan was his 184th. Every time he gets to base hit, of course, it is a new club record for the Mets by a hit uh, in a season. The old record was 182 by Tommy H. in 1970. That is also a career high for Millan. 183 is the most hits he ever had in the season. He now has 184. He has been at bat 636 times. That ties the mark four times at bat by a Mets set by A.G. in 1970. Mike Ball is taking his warm-up pitches here. Up here in Chicago. The Mets and the Chicago Cubs set for a doubleheader. If the Mets can win one game, they clinch the pennant in the Eastern Division of the National League. Of course, in the American League, the division winners have long since been decided. The Baltimore Orioles in the East and the Oakland A's in the West. The National League, the Western winners, the Cincinnati Reds. We're ready to go here now. The Mets have runners at first and third. There is nobody out in Rusty Stahl is up. At a base hit in the fourth inning, is keep his streak alive at 15 straight games. The Chicago Cubs play the infield in. Garrett is at third, Neon is at first. The Mets are leading by a score of three to nothing. Batting on the top of the fifth inning. Mike Paul now sets up. Here's the pitch. I tried first and not in time. Runners holding. John Milner moves out on deck now. All sets up. Here's a swing and a miss. It's strike one. Sun is shining through the haze and overcast here now. Brunner's lead at first and third. Here's a swing and a miss. It's strike two to Rusty Stahl. Left-hand batter facing left-hand pitcher here. Ground singing the right and the run batted in. Rusty Staub and the Mets are leading by a score of four to nothing. 
Rusty Staub, his second base of the day. For Rusty, his 76 run batted in. That run is charged statistically against Bert Hooten. Now John Milner's the batter. He got it out and walked so far. Walked and later scored in the fourth inning. The Mets four. And the Chicago Cubs nothing. Leon Jones has moved out on deck. That pitch is a fastball. And across the letters tight. Ball one. One off. Runners leave first and third. Infield still in for the Chicago Cubs. Third ball, and it's in for a called strike. It's one and one to John Milner. Rusty Staub at first, and Felix Millan at third. Ken Paul sets up and deals. Fastball fouled off and out of play. One and two to John Milner. Taking off his cap and Reed setting it on his head. He steps up to look in for a sign. Here's the one-two delivery. Swung on it in the air to center field. Right there is Rick Mundy tagged at third is Meon. Mundy makes the catch. Meon now comes down the line. Throw goes to second. The run scores. Sacrifice line a run better than Staub holds it first. And the Mets are leading by a score of five to nothing. For John Milner, his 72nd run batted in. Leon Jones will be coming up. One that out. That run also charged statistically against starter Bird Hooten. Books are closed on him now. He, he charged with five runs on seven hits, struck out one walk, one credited with four innings. Leon Jones had a home run off Hooten in the second inning to get the Mets on the scoreboard early. Luton checks the runner at first as Rusty Staub takes his lead there. And the pitch is low for a ball. It's one and up. Jerry Grody follows Cleon Jones in the Met batting order. Staub lengthens out his lead at first base. Marcus there. It's one and two to Cleon. Cleon Jones has played some fantastic baseball for the New York Mets in the month of September, offensively and defensively. Measures his stance in there again. Here's the one-two. Fastball hit on the ground is short. Taken there by Kessinger. He goes over to Popovich for one to throw to his first time out in time. Leon beats the relay. Rossello is at second base. That is Rossello, not Popovich at second base. When Paul came in the ballgame, Rossello came in as well. So that was Rossello on the pivot. 
His peg was down in the dirty first base, so it's simply a force play two away, and Jerry Grody's coming up. He's had two base hits. He's knocked in two runs today. And the pitch is inside for a ball. This fellow was brought in as he was yesterday so that uh, the batting order can be switched, and he will be batting number nine. There's a pitch low for a ball. Worked out yesterday. When he got a base hit and scored the only run that was scored, as in the first game of the doubleheader, the Cubs won by a score of one to nothing. Pitch to Grody, and it's high for a ball. Mike Hall then bats in place of Popovich. Number seven in the order. <laughs> Two men out, runner at first, and the pitch is high. Ball four to Grady. First walk issued by Paul. Moves Jones up to second. Grady's on at first, and here comes Don Hahn. Hahn hit into a double play and fly deep to left. Billy Williams with a one-hand catch out there on a hit-and-run play in the fourth inning. The Mets are leading by a score of five to nothing as they bat here in the top of the fifth inning. Wrigley Field in Chicago. In there for a call strike. Runners lead first and second. Here's a pitch to Hahn. Swung on and fouled off. A two-strike count. Edwin Nick catcher Ken Rudolph, so he straightens up now and moves around a little bit. Jones the runner at second, Grody at first. Rudolph down into the crouch, not a flash the sign for Mike Paul. The pitch, get on the ground, right back to the mound. A comeback is taken by Paul, he placed the first to Marcus in time, Horn is grounded out. That has been retired, but the New York Mets picked up two runs on three, hit the walk, no errors, and two left. In the middle of the fifth inning, the score is the Mets five, and the Cubs nothing. Right here, Seaver is taking his warm-up pitches before facing the Cubs, who will be batting in the bottom of the fifth inning. It'll be Ken Rudolph to lead it off, and he's followed by Dave Rossello. Rudolph has been up one time, and he had a base hit. Seaver has struck out one and walked none so far. Rudolph is a right-hand batter. These are the real dyed-in-the-wool baseball fans who are out here today. A good many of them Mets fans. Steven now starts to work. Here's the pitch to Rudolph. Long on and fouled off right off the end of that. It's strike one. Rosella has moved out on deck. Start of the year, of course, Glenn Beckert was the second baseman for the Cubs, as he had been in recent years. 
It's a swing and a drive in the center field for a base hit for Rudolph. Picked up by Hahn and played back. It's a leadoff single. That is the sixth hit for the Chicago Cubs, and it brings up Rosello. Paul Pavlovich took over along about midseason as the second baseman, and now Rosello has been used more and more in the lineup with a look to the future. Rosello's hitting 257 with two runs batted in. Spin up only 35 times with nine hits. Right hand batter. Place behind the runner at first, and that's have a five run lead. There's a breaking pitch in for a call strike. Rick Mundy is on deck. Wayne Garrett in the cut out of the glass at third. Now again, Seaver sets up, checks over his shoulder, deals a pitch, and it's fouled off out of play, and it's a two strike count. One and two to Rosella. That's got a run in the second. To go out front in this ball game. Here's a swing and a foul ball back and out of play. And they got two in the fourth and two in the fifth. One ball, two strikes to count. Runner at first, nobody out. Now the delivery. It in the air to center, and here comes Don Hahn, and he gets up there, loses his cap, and makes the catch. Halfway in retreating to first, it's Ken Rudolph. Rosello has slid to center, and Rick Mundy will be the batter. He has slid to right and had a base hit. Had a single to center in the third inning. Mundy is a left-hand batter. Into the Chicago Cubs from the Oakland A's in exchange for pitcher Kenny Holtzman. last wonder that Monday might be available on the market. Here's a swing and a drive in the right center field up the alley and Rudolph goes to second. Burns and goes on to third as Hahn opens up the ball makes the throw to second. Rudolph stands at third. Monday is on at first with his second base hit. So the Cubs quickly have run at first and third. One man out and Don Kessinger is coming up. Complete the thought about Monday. When the word was making the rounds, the rumors that he might be available, the Mets were somewhat interested. That they were aware that they um, might have some trouble in center field after A.G. was traded away. Jerry Gurdy's gone out to the mound now for a word with Tom Seaver. Kessinger's a switch hitter. He's batting left. And up twice and grounded out both times. He grounded out and then grounded into a double play. The Cubs nothing in the bottom of the fifth inning. Beaver sets off the stretch. Runners leave first and third. Pitch to Kessinger, and it's swung on, and it is one hop past Harrelson out in the left field. Here comes Rudolph to score, holding it second is Monday. Kessinger is on it first. He slammed up on a base hit past Harrelson out in the left field, and the score is the Mets five and the Cubs one. Runners first and second, one man out, and Billy Williams coming up. Harrelson came over to try to short hop the ball, but it skipped right on by and out into left field for a base hit and a run batted in. So 
the Cubs have had three hits here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Still only one man out, and Billy Williams is up. Beaver sets up, runners lead first and second, pitch to the left-hand batter. Swung on, and it is all out of the center field for a base hit. Around third and coming home is Monday. On the way to third is Kessinger. Hahn returns the ball to second. One run scores. Kessinger's at third. Williams at first. Single to center run right at end. It is the going now in the Met bullpen. Doug McGraw is up and throwing. McGraw is throwing in the Met bullpen. Four hits here, three of them consecutively. Well, Ron Sando is about now. But there's a conference of the mound from the New York Mets. Grody has gone out there. Will Walker, the pitching coach, has gone out there as well. John Milner is over and Doug McGraw throws down there in the bullpen. Opening this inning, Ken Rudolph had a base hit. Rosello flied to center, then Rick Mundy had a base hit. Kessinger singled the drive and a run. Williams singled the drive and a run. Lou Walker is jogging back. Eva has struck out only one batter here today. He leaves the National League with 250 per season. But he has not had that popping strikeout pitch. And oh, the right and struck out swing. with the pitch. Swung on and missed at strike one. The game in Pittsburgh has begun. A slight delay, but it has begun in Pittsburgh between the Pirates and the San Diego Padres. Right here, runners lead at first and third. Seaver off the stretch. Pitch to Ron Santos. Swung on, pops up. And coming over in foul territory is Brody calling Garrett. Say he slips down and Brody makes the catch. Garrett squarely on the suit of his pants. As this feed went out from under him and Brody made the catch of the foul pop. Jack Akers up and throwing down the bullpen now for the Chicago Cubs and so is Dave LaRoche. Two men out. Runners holding first and third and Jose Cardinal is about it. He grounded out and had a base hit one for two. Mets five, Cubs two here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Shown through the overcast ever so slightly for a while has disappeared again. And it is becoming somewhat darker. Williams is the runner at first, Kessinger is the runner at third. Seaver over his shoulder, now the pitch, swung on, and missed for strike one. Outfield defense slightly toward left against Jose Cardinal. That pitch is high, it's one and one now. McGraw continues working in the mid bullpen. Duffy Dyer is warming him up down there. Here's Seaver's 1 1 to Cardinal. Swung on and missed. Threw that one by him. It's 1 and 2. And now I'll get down to Tully. Inspecting something there. As he and Cardinal have a little conversation, Cardinal standing just outside the batter's box, tugging at his batting glove. back in. The count is one and two. Runners lead first and third. Seaver's pitch. Come on and miss. Good by. Swinging strike. Second strike out for Seaver. Who reached back and got a little something extra to get out of the hole. Two runs. Four hits. No errors and two left. At the end of five full innings of play, we have a complete game. An official game. An official game through five innings. And the New York Mets are leading by a score of five to two. Uh, 
with a tag on a sliding Bud Harrelson. Moving to second is Seaver. On at first is Garrett. One away. With the infield on the ground ball went directly to Rosello, the second baseman. He fired it into the plate where Harrelson slid in and was tagged out. So there's one man out, and here is Felix Neon at the plate. Neon is one for three today. Right hand batter chokes up on the bat, goes into that batting crouch now, and that runner's lead. As a curveball, in for a called strike. Owen White, Rusty Staub is on deck. Chant of Let's Go Mets from some hardy Mets fans. Paul takes a look at the runners, and now off it's the pitch. It's low. One and one. In Pittsburgh, the San Diego Padres did not score in the top of the first inning. So it is San Diego nothing, and the Pirates coming to bat. Runners lead. There's a swing and a ground ball to short. Could be two. Kessinger over to Rosella on the sort of first. A double play to retire the side. So the Mets do not score in this half inning. As they had no run, two hits, no errors, and one left. And in the middle of the sixth inning, the score is the Mets five and the Cubs two. the Cubs now as they bat in the bottom of the sixth inning and the fifth. The Chicago Cubs got to see for two runs on four hits before he settled down to get Tano to foul out to the catch and struck out Cardinal. So the next guy got to keep a careful eye on Seaver as he pitches here in the sixth inning. He has struck out two and walked none today. The Mets are leading in the game by a score of five to two. Jack Acer and Bob Locker are throwing the bullpen now for the Chicago Cubs. No action in the Mets bullpen. And Paolo Marcus will lead it off. Left-hand batter. He's been up twice and had two hits. Outfield has been shaved in slightly toward left. We're going to go to the opposite field. Here's a swing and a drive to right center field. And moving over is Hahn, and he makes the catch on the run. Ball was well hit by Marcus. But Hahn got a good jump on the ball and hauled it in. There's one man out. Pitcher Mike Paul is scheduled up here. And we're going to get... Peter Lecoq. The bat for him. Peter Lecoq is batting for Mike Paul. Lecoq is hitting 267. He has three runs batted in. He's been up 15 times and had four hits. Garrett's kind of would have a word with Seaver. So Mike Paul is out of the ball again. Bob Locker throwing in the bullpen now. 
one or the other will be in to pitch the next inning for the Chicago Cubs. That's lead 5-2, Cubs bat in the bottom of the six with two men out and nobody on base. Ludas had two hits and two times in bat against Fever. Here's a foul ball back and out of play at strike one. game continued right through a fairly heavy rain shower. It's a swing and a drive to short taken by Harrelson to the yard. A line drive to short. Harrelson took it and Seaver retires the side in order. Nothing across at the end of six full innings the score is. The Mets five and the Cubs two. Seventh inning at Wrigley Field, veteran right-hander Jack Aker, A.K.E.R., assumes the pitching role. On the year, Aker has won four, lost five, he has 12 saves. He has been hit rather hard over the second half of the year. In a total of 62 innings, he has allowed 72 base hits. Normal way of comparing a pitcher's figures as to his effectiveness. He should yield fewer hits than innings pitched. And his strikeout-walk ratio should be about 2 to 1. In the seventh inning, Rusty Staub will lead off, followed by John Milder and then Cleon Jones. New York five runs on ten hits. Six men have been left on. The runs have been driven in by Cleon Jones, Jerry Grody, Rusty Staub, and John Milder. Rusty has two for three and a run batted in. The pitch by Jack Aker lined hard over second, a base hit the center field. The 11th hit of the game for New York and the third for Rusty Stiles. Now the hammer will be coming to the plate. Nolner has bounced out, walked, driven at a run with a sacrifice fly. The RBI for John Nolner, number two on the club, 72. Club leader Rusty Stiles has 76. Mets would like to put it away. They lead by three. We are in the seventh. And a long drive hit deep to right center, but moving back is Monday. He'll be under it. And he has it for the out. Stop, draws the throw, then holds at first base. The ball well hit by Milner, taken by Monday in, left, in right center. One out and one on, Cleon Jones, the hitter. Cleon gave New York a 1-0 lead with a home run off Bert Hooten to right center in the second inning. He walked in the fourth inning and reached on a force play in the fifth inning. Cleon one for two. Cleon has six home runs in his last nine ballgames. 14 RBIs in his last ten. Now the pitch by Jack Eager. Breaking ball, low outside, ball one. A game at Pittsburgh of no importance to the Mets if they win this ballgame. Now Eker, the veteran right-hander, kicks the leg, around comes the arm, curve outside and low, two balls and no strikes. If the Mets win it, they'll be returning to New York tonight. Yogi will give the club the day off tomorrow. They'll work out Wednesday and Thursday at Shea. After the Thursday workout, they'll fly to Cincinnati. Low outside, ball three, three and nothing. The Mets will work out in Cincinnati on Friday. 
and the championship series will get underway at 4 p.m. on Saturday at Cincinnati. 3-0 pitch. Cleon swings a foul ball, no play. Grabbed by the catcher, Ken Rudolph. Jonesy given the green light on 3-0. Now it is 3-1. Mets have not gone to their bullpen so far in this series. They had two complete games yesterday by Matlack and by Kuzman. Pitching 3-1. Foul ball, no play. Back toward the dugout of Chicago. And the day is now a little brighter. It'll be interesting to see if the umpires feel the infield is playable for a second game here today. The mound has been in very bad shape. The pitchers have had a very difficult time keeping their footing. The runner goes, ball four, Jones aboard with a walk. Now Brody comes up with two on and one out, and we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. In the Capital District, this is the home of the New York Mets. W-A-B-Y, Albany. Bob Murphy with Ralph Gander and Lindsey Nelson, seventh inning at Wrigley Field. The Mets five and the Cubs two. Stab on second and Jones on first, one away. And Jerry Grody is the hitter. And Jerry takes a strike at the knees. Jerry has a perfect day at the plate, two for two and a walk. And over the last seven weeks, his batting average has been 302. Jerry came off the disabled list the 11th of July. It took about two and a half weeks to get going again. Foul ball, no play. And since then, he has been so valuable. It was understandable. The first couple of weeks back, Brody couldn't buy a base hit. Everything had to seem very strange to him. He was out two months with a broken wrist. On August 3rd, he was batting 178. Now he's hitting 258. Ground ball hit towards shortstop. Kessinger throws the second for one. Rosello the first, not in time. Runners now at first and third, two down. Rudy reaching on the force play. With runners at the corners and two men away, the batter is Don Hahn. Hahn has hit into a double play, fly deep to left center, tapped to the mound, nothing for three. Mets five and the Cubs two. This is the seventh inning. The doubleheader today, as yesterday, got underway at 11 a.m. Chicago time. Actually, about 20 minutes late today because of rain. And the pitch on the way fouled off. Jack Aker, the third Chicago pitcher. Bert Hooten worked four innings, gave up five runs, seven hits. Mike Paul and two allowed no runs and three hits. Now the pitch on the way, and a smack to third goes right by Santo and down the line. Stroud is in to score, and it's 6-2. to two. Hard hit ball went right by Ron Santo and down the left field line. We'll wait for the official scoring. The ball was hit very hard by Don Hahn. However, it will be an error on Ron Santo. No RBI on the play. The sixth run of the game for New York, scoring on the error, charge to Sano. Buddy Harrelson, the hitter, runners at first and second. 
The Mets now lead Chicago 6-2 in the seventh inning. Buddy Harrelson just missed a home run his last time up batting right-handed. He wound up with a double high off the wall. Ground ball hit down to first. Marcus grabs it, runs to the bag in time for the out on the side retired. In the seventh, one run, one hit, one error, two were left. In the middle of the seventh inning, the New York Mets six, the Chicago Cubs two. Introducing Boston Spa National Bank's free personal checking account service. Write as many checks as you want without a service charge by maintaining an average monthly balance of $400 or more. And if you prefer to maintain a lower monthly average balance, Boston Spa National's new personal checking account plan permits you to write as many checks as you want for a fixed monthly charge based on your average balance. No minimum balance required, no charge for deposits, no charge if the account is not used. You get an initial supply of personalized checks free. You'll get a statement every month, and you can enjoy unlimited use of your account at no charge just by keeping an average balance of $400 or more in your account. And you may want to take advantage of Boston Spa National's computerized automatic payment service to build your savings account or make your mortgage payments or any installment loan payment. Even your Christmas club payments can be automatic. Pick up a folder at your nearest office of Boston Spa National Bank for full details. Number FDIC and an equal housing lender. After the seventh at Wrigley Field, the number nine hitter, second baseman Dave Rosello, will lead off. Then Rick Mundy and Don Kessinger to face Tom Seaver. Mets traveling secretary, Lou Niss, has the charter flight arranged. If the Mets win a game today, they fly home tonight. Now Dave Rosello batting for the second time. He skied to center field in the fifth inning. Rosello. Played at Wichita in the association this summer, batted 325. He's a right-hand hitter. And next spring, out of Arizona, he'll be battling Glenn Beckert and Paul Popovich for the second base job. Tom Seaver looking in the Grody for his sack. And the pitch to Rosello, fastball, strike call. Seaver has not had his strikeout touch here today. He hasn't had that extra yard on his fastball. Thomas Sand, only two hitters. And a bloop into short center, coming in quickly high, and it drops a base hit. And Rosello is on with a single to center. That ball was not hit hard. A little parachute dropping between the lines. And Doug McGraw immediately gets the jacket off. Rick Mundy coming up. Mundy, two for three. Singled in the third and singled in the fifth inning. That was the 10th Chicago Cub base hit. New York leading by four. We're in the seventh. San Diego leading Pittsburgh one to nothing after an inning and a half at Pittsburgh. And the pitch on the way. A swing and a missed strike one. Seaver would love to complete this game. If he can do so, he will lead the league in complete games with 19. Right now, he shares the lead with Carlton. Milner not holding against the runner, Rosello. Left-hand batter, Mundy, waiting and a foul coming back. Strike two.
Smiths win this one. In all probability, Tom Seaver will square off against Jack Billingham on Saturday. The two-strike delivery. Fastball outside. One ball, two strikes to Rick Mundy. Don Kessinger waiting on deck. The one-two delivery way outside. Two balls and two strikes. Doug McGraw has not been in a ball game in about five days because of all the bad weather. His last appearance was last Wednesday night. Two and two on Rick Mundy. Seaver in the set position. Now delivers. And a high fly well hit the right center. It's way back. Back goes Rusty Stout. It may go. It is done. Two-run homer for Rick Mundy. Mundy's 26th home run of the year. And we have a 6-4 ball game. Mundy's third hit of the game. A towering fly to deep right center field. A two-run homer. And this game is far from being over. Now the Mets lead has been cut to two runs. And the big hitters are coming up. And Yogi Berra is coming out. Mundy's third hit of the game, and this one a long one. His 26th home run, he leads Chicago in round trippers. Yogi Berra walking slowly to the mound. Tug McGraw is warming in the bullpen. This has not been a good Tom Seaver ballgame. He has now given up four runs and 11 base hits. Yogi is standing at the mound talking with Tom Seaver, and now the sign, I believe, is going to the bullpen for Doug McGraw. And Seaver will leave the game. Tom leaving the game after pitching his sixth inning. He gave up four runs. Allowed 11 hits. He struck out only two men, a very small number for him. And Seaver helped himself by not walking a batter. And Tug McGraw will come in. As Tug comes in the game, he will be pitching to Kessinger, Williams, and Sato. So the Chicago Cubs very quickly have narrowed the gap. Yogi is on his way back to the dugout. And McGraw works in relief for the first time since last Wednesday night. Doug has had a sensational finish. His last relief appearance was against Montreal. He worked one inning and gave up a run. In his last 16 appearances, McGraw has won four and saved 11. He gave up a run to Montreal his last outing, and it was the first run he had given up in about nine games. So it's Huck McGraw. Appearing for the 60th time this year. Doug has won five and lost six, and has 24 saves to his credit. Mike Marshall of the Expos, the only relief pitcher in the league with more saves. So McGraw is on the mound throwing in his warm-ups. 
Rick Mundy putting Chicago right back into the game. A towering fly ball hit the right center. Don Kessinger standing by and watching as McGraw warms. Nobody out and nobody on. Two runs have scored in the last of the seventh inning. playing at Pittsburgh, of course, if the Mets can win this ball game, it will be of no concern to them. If the Cubs pull the game out, it definitely does become an important ball game to them. Now we are ready to go, and the batter is Don Kessinger. Kessinger hitting right-handed against Tug McGraw. The veteran shortstop, one for three today, batting at 262. And McGraw out of his wind-up to pitch. Swing out of this, at a curveball, strike one. On deck, Billy Williams, and then Ron Santo. In the net dugout, suddenly is quite somber. And a swing and a foul, no play, and the count strike two. Mets had opened up a 6-2 lead, Chicago getting two back in a hurry. San Diego won, Pittsburgh nothing. They played two and a half innings at Three Rivers Stadium in Pittsburgh. McGraw getting his sign now from Jerry Grody. Here's the pitch. Breaking ball in the dirty. Lays off. One ball, two strikes. We've had a few periods here during the day when the sun has tried to break through, and it hasn't been bad. But for the most part, a gloomy day. Now McGraw over the head. Fastball outside. Two balls and two strikes. The 2-2 pitch, ground ball hits slowly. Garrett racing in, picks it up, straightens up, throws, he's out. Low throw, but Milner up with it, one away. So McGraw getting an important hitter, getting Kessinger out, batting in front of Billy Williams. Billy Williams, one for three, single to right field, driving a run home his last time up. The RBI for Billy Williams is 86th of the campaign. Now McGraw using the full windup, the pitch to Billy Williams, inside, crowding him a bit, one ball and no strikes. The Cub captain, Ron Santo, on deck. The 1-0 pitch, low ball, two, two balls and no strikes. delivery. Swing and a miss at a fastball. Two and one. Last of the seventh inning. A lot of hitting in the game today. Now the 2-1 pitch. The bouncing ball. Milner's going for it. McGraw will have to cover. He grabs the throw in time. Two down. Williams is out. Milner to McGraw. outs and nobody on, now Ron Santo. Santo has guided to right, struck out and fouled to Brody, hitless and three times at bat. 
the Cub captain, hitting a 267 on the year with 20 round trippers. Brody strolls to the mound to talk to McGraw. have pounded out 11 base hits. Inside and low to Sato, one ball and no strikes. The 1-0 delivery, fastball, that's a strike call and the count is even at one and one. The Padres won the Pirates nothing at the end of three. Bruce Keeson and Randy Jones are the pitchers in Pittsburgh. The 1-1 delivery, Swing and a miss at a curveball, one and two. New York, six runs on 11 hits. Chicago, four runs on 11 hits. He struck him out, swinging. McGraw with a fastball takes Sato. And Tuck takes him one, two, three. Two runs, two hits, no errors, and none left. At the end of seven at Wrigley Field, the New York met six, the Chicago Cubs four. And a fastball to Mian, a call strike. Doug McGraw on second base, one out, top of the eighth inning. Jack Eager delivers, and a ground ball hammered toward the hole, smothered by Kessinger. The throw to first will not be in time. A base hit for Mian, but Kessinger saved a run. Kessinger, by diving for the ball and smothering it, Kept the ball from going through into the outfield. Good base running there by Tug McGraw, not to get caught. No doubt about that. Tug was on his way, moving toward third. He saw the ball stop, and he just put the skids on and scrambled back to second, and he got back there. There was no chance to get him. Now Rusty Stab already with three hits in the game. Three for four. The pitch by Aker gets the outside corner of the strike. Rusty hitting a 277. Drove three runs in in the second game yesterday and has three for four in this game and a run batted in. Busty's back getting hot. Baker up in pitching position. Breaking ball inside and low. One ball and one strike. Ray Burris up in the Chicago Cup bullpen. He was hit hard in the second game yesterday by the Mets. The 1-1 one -one delivery. A little bit outside, and Staub watches the ball carefully into the mid of Ken Rudolph. Two balls and one strike. Aker checks the runners at first and second. Had a swing and a foul, no play, coming back toward the on-deck circle. Two balls and two strikes. John Milner is on deck. Milner is hitting the ball hard again after breaking out of a very severe batting slump. Milner was 0 for 20 when he broke the drought yesterday. One man away, two runners lead. And a foul down the left field line off the bat of Staub, no play. Left-hander Larry Gura getting up in the bullpen along with the right-hander Ray Burris. Now the 2-2 delivery. 
And a fly ball hit the right field fairly deep and way deep back toward the wall. It's off the wall for a base hit. McGraw racing the third will have to hold up there. Now Staub has a base open to run back to at first base. The bases are loaded and nobody scores. Staub hit a ball against the Ivy, 370 feet out, and nobody crosses home plate. McGraw thought the ball would be caught. He held up. Neon almost ran up on him. Neon had rounded second. Almost caught up with McGraw. Staub was way over by second base, but there was nobody covering first. The first baseman trailed the play, so he had no trouble getting back. Real bad base running by Chuck McGraw. If the ball is caught, he has no advantage to going over to third base after the catch. If he had been down the line halfway, he could have scored. He would have scored easily. That's the fourth hit of the game for Rusty Staub. It should have been a double. It's only a single. Now Milner, the batter, the base is loaded and a foul ball on the ground coming back. Doug has just done a good job on the baselines and now pulls the rock. Amazing thing right there, Bob, is that one of the runners behind him did not pass. Neon was within about two strides of it. That way the runner would be out if he goes ahead of the runner ahead. Now the pitch. Ground ball hit foul by John Miller and the count strike two. The base is loaded, one man away, top of the eighth inning, New York ahead, six to four. That should have received one run on that long double that had runners on second and third. That ball carried well, but the first one in the air, it didn't appear to be going that far. Aker out in front on Milner with a two-strike count. And the pitch, towering pop-up. They'll invoke the infield fly ruling. And the first baseman marks the center, and he has a Cleon. So two men away. Now Cleon Jones. Position here now to get nothing from this unless Cleon can deliver a base hit. Cleon has homered, walked twice, reached on a force play. Six to four, New York, we're in the eighth. Cleon with 14 RBIs in his last 10 ball games. McGraw on third, Neon on second, and Stab on first. Now two men away. Right-hander against right-hander, the pitch. And a ground ball is slowly to second base. Handled by Rosello, and he throws on the first, and the Mets do not score. They blew a great opportunity. No runs, two hits, no errors, three were left on. Mets have had 11 left on base. In the middle of the eighth inning, the New York Mets six, and the Chicago Cubs four. Workout at Riverfront Stadium in Cincinnati on Friday. At open the championship series against the Big Red Machine on Saturday afternoon. But of course, for all of this to happen, Mets have to win here today. Otherwise, we would have a tie. And the tie would have to be played off. If the Pirates lose, it would be a two-way tie, assuming the Mets drop two. If the Pirates win, it could be a three-way tie. of the eighth inning, Jose Cardinal will be leading off, followed by Gonzalo Marx, and then the pitcher, Aker, is scheduled to bat. Obviously, he will not be hitting. So the Mets wasted a tremendous scoring opportunity at the top of the eighth inning. Rusty Stahl did a towering fly at a deep right center that carried well, wound up hitting the Ivy, 370 feet out. 
It was only a single. Had Doug McGraw played it halfway, he would have scored easily. Last of the eighth inning. Started now, the Cubs leading batter, one for three in this particular game. And McGraw ready to work. Here's the windup by Tug, the pitch. And a screwball, low outside, ball one. Jose Cardinal batting at 304. Now McGraw over the hip, down comes the pitch, fastball, a strike. One ball and one strike to Cardinal. The Mets have led all the way. They took the lead on Cleon Jones' home run early in the ballgame, back in the second. Now it's low, and the count is two and one. Well, the Cubs, Kessinger, Williams, and Mundy have all driven runs in. Mundy drove in two with a two-run homer off Tom Seaver. And a line drive to second, caught by Mian, one man away. Line drive, not hit too hard. He may have broken his bat. Taken by Mian, one down. With one away, Gonzalo Marks will be coming up. Although he is not going to hit with McGraw, left-hander in the game, it'll be Carmen Fanzone. hitter Carmen Fanzon played first base in both games yesterday with the Mets pitching left-handers Matlack and Kuzman. Fanzon, a right-hand hitter batting at 275 on the year. He has six home runs. And Jim Hickman has come out of the dugout. He will be hitting for the pitcher Jack Aker. Cubs will have a fourth pitcher in the game when we go to the ninth inning. Now the pitch on the way. Breaking ball, strike one call. In comes the pitch. Strike call on the inside corner, curve by Tug McGraw. Tug with a two-strike advantage. And the pitch on the way. A screwball swung on it, no strike three. McGraw fans fan zone on three pitches. Doing a beautiful screwball to get him. Doug has retired five in a row in relief. Then center Jim Hickman coming up. The veteran Jim Hickman batting at 245 on the year. That's leading six to four, last of the eighth inning. And it's high, one ball and no strikes. Jim Rudolph coming out on deck. Rudolph has hit the ball hard today, two for three, retired on a line drive. Inside and low, two balls and no strikes. If McGraw can get Hickman out, perhaps he will not have to face those big hitters, Williams and Sano, in the ninth. Foul ball, no play, two and one. Pittsburgh scored three runs in the bottom of the fourth. They now lead San Diego three to two. But now it's three to two. McGraw with a count of two and one on Jim Hickman. The wind-up by Tug, in comes the pitch, and it is high to Jim Hickman, ball three, three and one. This got a two-run home run to put the Pirates in front after Oliver had doubled in one. Pitching three and one, 
swing and a foul ball skidding off the bat handle. Three and two. If Baudrillard didn't get by Hickman here in the ninth, he would have Rudolph, Rosello, and Mundy. Pitching three and two. And a lane drive foul down into the Cub bullpen. No play. Hanging a screwball and Hickman ripped it. Cubs will have a new pitcher in the ninth inning. The Mets have gone with Tom Seaver and Doug McGraw. The 3-2 delivery. And he held up in time. No, he didn't. He swung and missed strike three. Hickman tried to hold on his swing, but he had gone through. In relief, McGraw has retired six in a row. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left in the last of the eighth inning. At the end of eight at Wrigley Field, the New York Mets six. The Chicago Cubs four. Great news from the friendly people at Protective Loan Corporation. Protective can now lend you up to $2,500 for any good reason, whether it be a summer vacation, home improvement, or bill consolidation. Let Protective Loan help make financial problems disappear. Up to $2,500 can be yours now from Protective Loan. Protective gives one-day service, and there's always an office nearby. In Albany at 215 Central Avenue and 11 North Pearl Street, and in Schenectady at 1884 State Street. Always wanted a nice, fresh, fantastically flavored French fry. Bill Ashley, McDonald's Quality Assurance Supervisor. In a 24-hour period, we do something like 2,000 different quality checks. We fry up a finished fried sample. We check it for color, flavor, texture. You and your family deserve a break at McDonald's. And high-quality food like our French fries is what that break is all about. We have two changes for Chicago for the ninth inning. Carmen Fanzone is now the first baseman. And the new pitcher is Bob Locker. Locker has been the Cubs' most successful relief pitcher throughout the year. He was the winning pitcher in the one-nothing game yesterday, his tenth victory against six losses. He also leads the Cub bullpen in saves. He has 18. So the veteran Bob Locker will face the Mets in the ninth inning. Jack Aker worked two innings, allowed one run, three hits, walked one, and struck out none. Ray Shore, the advanced scout for the Cincinnati Reds, here watching the series. He'll be meeting with Sparky Anderson. A few raindrops are falling again as we approach the ninth inning. has had another good ball game. Jerry, two for three and a walk. He had a very big hit. He drove home the second and third New York runs with a timely bases loaded single. In this game, the Mets have scored six runs, and they have wasted some very good scoring opportunities. Mets have had 11 left on base. And the pitch by Locker to Jerry Grody. A swing and a miss, strike one. Now, in the last of the ninth inning, McGraw will be pitching to Ken Rudolph, Dave Rosello, and Rick Mundy. Fastball, a strike. Behind Mundy, you have Kessinger, Williams, and Sato. The umbrellas open out again. And the pitch on the way, low outside. It might very well be, if the Mets win this ball game, it will be the only game played here today because it is now raining again. 
That mound has been very difficult for the pitchers because of the rainfall. Locker with a count of one and two to Jerry Grody. Down comes the pitch. And a fastball, strike three call. Bert Hooten, Mike Paul, Jack Aker, and now Bob Locker, the Cub pitchers in today's ballgame. Now Don Hahn. Don is 0 for 4. Did one very long drive to the outfield back in the fourth inning that was caught. Outside to Don Hahn, ball one. There will be no champagne celebration for the New York Mets until all of the baseball is through for the day. Inside and low, ball two. Two and nothing to Don Hahn. New York six, Chicago four. We are in the ninth. Pittsburgh leading San Diego three to two at the end of four. And a swing and a foul ball. No play, two balls and a strike on Hondo. And rushing to the top in the month of September, the New York Mets won 19 games. They lost only eight. On August 30th, they were in last place six and a half games back. And the pitch on the way. A towering pop fly out behind second. Rosetto, the second baseman, is under it, and he has it in short center field. Two men away in the ninth. Bud Harrelson comes up. Buddy has one hit, a double, in four times at bat. He hit that one in the sixth inning off Mike Paul. He just missed a home run. Center fielder Mundy swings way over to left center against Buddy batting left-handed. At a drive in the air to left center, back goes Monday. He turns and makes the catch. We are going to the last of the ninth inning. In the top of the ninth, the Mets are out one, two, three. In the middle of the ninth inning, the New York Mets six and the Chicago Cubs four. This exclusive Belmont race recreation is presented by the Schenectady Off-Track Betting Commission, home of Ola Bet. In the starting gate for the second race from Belmont Park. And they're off. That smooth O'Neill out on top. Hey, River is second. We watch third. Early Chief Joe Shea never start. Dr. Arnold T. Tough Turkey and Deacon's Knight. Up around the first turn, that smooth O'Neill with a lance lead. News watch second. Never stall third. Joe Shea making a move between horses four. Early Chief. Up along the back stretch, that smooth O'Neill with the lead with Joe Shea second. Early Chief third. News watch and never stall. They approach the final turn, that smooth O'Neill out on top with Early Chief. Joe Shea and never stall. Down the stretch and under the wire, that smooth O'Neill, the winner with early chief second and never stall third. The results are unofficial. Schenectady OTV, where you're always a winner. Horse racing excitement is as close as the three OTV locations. 127 Wall Street, 2627 Broadway, and 1700 State Street, Schenectady. Or place your bet from anywhere with a telephone account. Place your Belmont Thoroughbred bet at OTV. Schenectady OTV. You can bet on it. 
One out and one on. Dion shaded toward the middle of the diamond against Becker. The 2-2 pitch, ball three. Fastball high and tight. And the string is out on Beckert at three and two. Now the stretch by the draw, the three-two delivery, the runner goes, and a little pop-up. Milner grabs it, he'll run to first, double play, the Mets win the pennant. The Mets have just won the pennant in the Eastern Division. Beckert hit a little pop-up to first base, Milner grabbed it. Rudolph was running on three and two, easiest double play in the world. The Mets have stormed out of the dugout. They're all corralling and patting each other on the back. It's all over. The Mets have won it with a magnificent stretch drive. They won 19 and lost only eight in September. They've won their first October ball game, and with it, they have won the pennant in the Eastern Division. And they wind it up on a double play. A soft hop fly down to first. Milder made an unassisted double play. And now a happy group of New York Mets are headed to the clubhouse. Now, whether we'll have a doubleheader or not, we'll probably know in a very few moments. A very gloomy, very bleak day in Chicago, but a day of happiness for the New York Mets. Whether or not a second game is played will depend entirely on the senior umpire, Augie Donatelli. In the ninth, no runs, one hit, no errors, and none left. Three brilliant innings of relief work by Tug McGraw. His 25th pitching save of the year. He worked the last three innings. He allowed no runs, one infield hit. The final score as the Mets win the pennant. The New York Mets six and the Chicago Cubs four. Here's a secret.